You know, all kind of shit. You know how it is, man. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Yo, 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 yo. Nah, the socks, man. It's Whiskey Therapy, baby. This Magic <laughs> Man on the mic. Got my boy Bane over there. Yo, what it do? What it do, good people? <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. We about to go into Christmas, and then we're going to hit New yeah, Year's. Big uh-huh. guy in a little coat. Huh. My boy Bane, man. We got to miss all the uh, the holiday parties, man, and trying to fit oh, in the shit we don't man. fit into no more. <laughs> holiday parties, fundraisers. Yeah. Good times. Good times. I miss them. I miss them. They, they had a drive through I was telling Socks, hey, man, we just go tailgate. <laughs> we had a drive through at a church. <laughs> so we just go tailgate, man. So we, as long as we're across the street, we can send. So we, yeah. we, we pop the trunk. This won't be the same, though, because you don't got people dressing up because they want to be seen. I'm pretty sure they still dressed up. It was it was yeah. at a super it was at a mega church. So I'm pretty sure some oh, people was well, dressing well, up. They always dressed up. I'm pretty sure people was dressing up for it. Yeah. Uh shit, let me get started like we normally do. Um Whiskey Therapy, thank you guys for joining us again. We're recording this a couple of days before Christmas and shit, man. It's uh you know, it seemed like the year was going slow and then it just sped up towards the end of the year. Um we almost out this bitch. So I'm gonna start with what I'm drinking today. I actually got a nice bottle gifted to me by one of my business partners, man. Garrison Brothers, uh Texas Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, 94 proof, so it's a little bit under 100. Nice little sipper that you can have. Uh, this is made in Texas, uh, which is good. I haven't tried this one in particular, um, but it's actually real, real nice, man. Um, it has a spiciness to it, uh, which I really like and I appreciate. And it smells amazing, like like most bourbon and whiskey does. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on that Garrison Brothers. What you got over there? Check it out. So, yo, I'm sipping on this Blade and Bow. <laughs> Mm. So this was a suggestion from my homeboy BC, just like the powder, BC. Uh, he said if I like Crown, then, then I probably really like this, and it's actually really, really nice. So this Blade and Bow, it's a Kentucky bourbon whiskey, mm. made in Louisville, Kentucky, or oh, my, my family mad, made in Louisville, Louisville, made in Louisville, <laughs> Louisville. Kentucky. It's so about forty-five percent alcohol, so about ninety proof, ninety-one oh, proof, man, give look or take. At you, man. And it's, it's actually pretty good. Uh, he, he was right on the money. He was right on the money. So okay. Blade and Bow, it's really, really nice, really smooth. Okay. You know, that type of thing that you, you can start sipping early and, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, boy. Um, especially so with holidays. Nice. I don't know about you, but I've been, I've been sipping early. Man. Uh, <laughs> boy, so, yeah, every chance I get. I am I am very lubricated right now coming into it. Uh, but, yeah, this is really good. I'm also going to do kind of a recap of some of the stuff that we like throughout the year. I'm still, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jack drinker and wild turkey drinker, so I'll probably go get a nice bottle. That's what I may do for the next podcast. I'm gonna go into whatever you know. They had a glass case at the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Might go find me a nice bottle, right? Yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah. for twenty twenty. Put the pretty bottles out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might go get me something with a with a, with a pretty bottle and drink that for the next mm-hmm. podcast. Liquor store zoo. <laughs> got to peek through the window. <laughs> it's uh, that's it's liquor store packed like like Target and Walmart is now for the holiday. Man, man. Mm-hmm. boy, and and I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, today I went and at least three people was already drunk. Hey, I could walk by him and smell it. I'm like, that was hey. not last night. It, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is not your pores. <laughs> I, I'm going to cover this and then we'll get back to the fuckery for it. That is not your pores. But bro. hey, YOLO. Uh, the other part about that is, too, we know holidays. We mention it every year uh, that we talk, man. People are dealing with different things for the holidays. So I will encourage you that if, if you are alone for holidays, especially because you can't visit your loved ones because of COVID, the numbers are spiking and stuff like that. I encourage you to, you know, try, try to volunteer. Uh, somewhere if you can You know Masked up And sanitized There's some things you do When you have to be around people Right You can go to Houston Food Bank You can help You know Pack boxes and stuff there There's some other stuff You can do Where you don't have to uh, Touch people Or be around people There's a lot of toy drives And stuff like that right, Man So right. it still encourage you guys To, to get out um, and, and, and volunteer 
you know, be 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 a light for somebody else's life if you can't, you know, visit and do what you need to do versus just sitting in a house uh, and day drinking um, irresponsibly. I don't say day drinking irresponsibly because I day drink responsibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, however responsible that is, I just, you know, it is. I'm at home, so I'm not driving. That's one responsible thing. Uh, two, I'm not holding my son towards the end of the drinks. Mm-hmm, so right. that's also that's responsible, a good thing. That's too. a good thing. Yeah. And also, while you're out, whether you're out, you know, toy driving or food banking or just shopping, like I said in the last show, be nice. Be polite to people. Hey. You know, this time of year, it's already people, everybody in the rush, and everybody want to get what they want to get. You know, the mm-hmm. grocery store, they shopping. Go the extra mile to be nice to people. Yes. It's a, it's a time of year where it's already bad. Now it's worse because we with COVID and, and, and jobs, and it's easy for somebody to, to implode. Mm-hmm. Go out of your way to be nice. Go out of your way to let somebody in in, in traffic or or say, you know what, yeah, I was getting in line, but we, we, we hit at the line at the same time. You know what? You, you go ahead. You go ahead. It's already five people in front of you. you One more is not going to make you a difference. You go ahead. Go ahead. Like Dalton said in Roadhouse, be nice. Yeah, yeah, be <laughs> nice. You know, don't try to run people over with your card and just crazy stuff, trying to steal people parking spaces. I mean, yeah. you know, I seen the lady the other day, the old school, jump out, and I'm saving this parking spot because my husband coming. Come on, man. Yeah, it's it's just, I, just be nice. Be go out of your way to be polite. Uh, be nice. We we know the ways, the things. Look, there's it's a minor inconvenience sometimes to to be nice to people, um, but it means a lot, right? You 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 can avoid situations. You can help somebody that didn't you know didn't expect to be helped, right? Whether exactly. you're paying for somebody's coffee behind you, or you're letting somebody go, or you're helping somebody with their bags or something like that. Be nice during the holidays. Um, and and for you know you a lot of you other folks out here that are are stressed over materialistic things, man. I just I don't understand how you live your life. There's been a lot of talk about these PS5s people can't get, and these Xboxes and and Jordans and shit like that. And you know y'all doing some real stupid random shit for it. It's not necessary, man. Just be nice to folks. It is what it is. There's not a finite supply of these things. You will be able mm-hmm. to buy them because they want to make. They want to take yeah. your money. <laughs> so <laughs> be patient. Be fine. Also, don't put stress on yourself to buy these things. If you ain't in a position, man, you know, we, we talking to, 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 to our engineer over there on the screens, man, about just being in this economy. You know, there's a lot of people who, who are in between jobs and, and mm-hmm. trying, to, trying to figure shit out. Um, and, and, you know, shout out to all the people who doing it, who doing it the right, sane way. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the people that's just that's, that's working those jobs that they don't want to work, but they work them because it's a necessity. Yeah. Because they have to. Yeah. You got you got to do it. You got to put food on the table and shit like that. And and it keeps you out of other positions, man. Because as as you know, as you've seen, man, <laughs> crime, man, it's, it's it's robbing season for real. Everybody got to eat. It's robbing season for real. Everybody like, got to eat. Yeah, folks out here getting you know it's it's some extra shit out here, man. Folks folks robbing Amazon trucks and and following UPS trucks. And hey, let me tell you something. You know it's real when you got people that are robbing people at the gun range or will follow you mm. and rob you mm. from the gun range because they know you got a gun. Yeah. That's when you know stuff is real. When they yeah. taking the, the extra chance. Yeah. The, the extra level of difficulty. Yeah. You know, knowing that this person has a gun or everybody yeah. in here has a gun or they're going to follow you to your home where they know you have a gun. And they're gonna break into your and stuff. They're gonna do it anyway. It's this time of year is getting, it's getting do real. It anyway, so, it's getting real. So, so personal security note and awareness note. 
when you're doing shop when you're going shopping and you have these things that people can see that are visible and you put them in your trunk or you put them in your back seat or you put mm-hmm. them in your hatchback it's 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 behoove of you one to pay attention to what's around you and who's following right. you and whatever but it's also safe to go straight home especially if you're doing like mass shopping people doing their last minute uh shopping rounds it's going to be very difficult for you to avoid some things if you go to this Best Buy right across from this Target to this Walmart and you get yeah. all three of these things in and the you same buying, vicinity. You're buying PS5s and laptops yeah. and, and, and stuff. Put them, and you open, your, people and you open your trunk, they see everything in it, you close yeah. your trunk and you walk off. Or they follow you to the store you go to next. Or they follow you to go to, to Chipotle or something. Yeah. They're just sitting there watching you. Just and waiting. they time you. And they know how long. Oh, they, oh, she just got in line? Oh, we just got in line? Oh, we can go snatch that up. And they do yeah. it in broad daylight. Yep. Broad daylight. They'll come get you when you load your bags in your car um, if you're not paying attention. Um, so whenever possible, man, online shop. Shop online. Don't 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 go out in this. It's, it's easy in this co- confusion um, to not pay attention to what's going right. on. It's easy to be distracted. And easily get caught, right, yeah. with, with the phones, with you. You know, you might be corralling your kids. You're trying to, you know, push it in, get stuff done in the time that you have to get done. You're trying to stay safe with masks and shit like that. It's very easy for you to get distracted, and people are banking on you being distracted yeah. uh, everywhere. They're yeah. banking on you to be lax now. Um, so be vigilant. Pay attention to certain things. I shouldn't have to tell you, but I'll say it again because I, I don't know about you, but there's an app uh, called Nextdoor. So when I moved in neighborhoods, there's an app that just is it's all the homeowners and apartments mm-hmm. in your area. Yeah, I'm just talking about. And they, they consistently post shit about yeah. what's going on. And when I tell you uh, consistently every other day is somebody broke in my window and took some shit in my seat. Yeah. Why was this shit sitting in your seat? Yeah. Yeah. Like, did y'all making it easy. Yeah, I came out the house one morning about a month ago. Uh, you know, getting up early for work like normal. Mm-hmm. And actually, I got up a little extra early because I couldn't sleep. You know, I got bad sleeping habits. So it's about 3.30, and I go out on the, just on the front yard because I hear some voices. There's some kids across the street riding bicycles down the street checking handles. Mm-hmm. And all they're doing is seeing whose stuff is unlocked so they can go in there and take something. Yeah. So you know me being the person that I am, I had to talk to <laughs> them a little bit. There was a, there was a stern, hey. <laughs> you know, just a little bit. Yeah. And luckily I live like where it's one way in and one way out, so they couldn't get out. Yeah. But... <laughs> You know, just be careful, man. It's, it's people just looking for opportunities. Yeah, easy, low-hanging fruit, man. You know, you got the people who make opportunities, and then you got some people who are just looking for opportunities. Yeah. You know, just scavenging. Yeah, easy stuff, man. Snatching, grab stuff. And they don't want any commotion. They don't want anybody to see them. They don't want to mm-hmm. make noise. They want to catch you at the at the gas pump. You know what I mean? You leave your shit unlocked. You pumping gas, they going through the other side. They want to catch all that shit, man. So, Pay attention to your surroundings. I know we say it, and, and when we say it, people are like, no, I got it. I understand. I'm extra careful. And then some dumb shit happened, and you look at them like, mm-hmm. what did you expect to happen? Uh, similar to, to these people that are going to these concerts in Houston uh, with no mask on. Uh, <laughs> shout out to, to Gucci Mane and Lil Baby. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> I've been seeing some stuff on Instagram. Yo, bro, y'all going to make the neighbor, y'all gonna make the mayor shut this shit down. And, and this other thing, too, is. So, you know, they got this big thing about these vaccines that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Did you see that video with the fake vaccine? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That was insane, bro. <laughs> insane. Yeah. It's, um, and it's like, and people are really out here like, like it's no longer out. Like COVID is, is no longer a thing. Yeah. It's like people just decided that, fuck it. You know what I mean? I just, it, it don't exist. I'm out. I can't catch it. Or, uh, if I catch it, I'm not going to be affected. Look, man, it's. 
it's it's more people that have had it that are that are that have the knock on effects to it. They're athletes, man. Uh to Vince Vinn, uh Miles Garrett for uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, big strong guy, right? He's like fucking six four, two sixty, some shit like that. Made a muscle. He's still dealing with with COVID after he had it. He had it and, and it, it didn't knock him down, but he's dealing with breathing effects, playing football. He's having coughing fits and shit like that, right? Yeah. So there's no, you know, Von Miller had it. I know, I think Von Miller had a you know an asthma problem or something like that, but it's. You know, this shit ain't going nowhere. Every other country, uh, yeah, in the UK, they that new strain of COVID coming out. And mind you, it's still gonna be months before the average citizen is gonna be able to take a vaccine. Um, and yet and still, like other vaccines that you take, the vaccine may wear off and you may need to take it again. Um but yes, yeah, this isn't this isn't time to just say fuck it. Let's open everything up. I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of shit for like New Year's parties. It's like what what? Oh yeah, why? man, I'm getting emails why? and text messages for New Year's parties. What are we doing? And I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, what are we doing? We know y'all not rocking. It's, it's no way I would go anywhere outside of the small group of people I already hang with. Yeah, look, we've been missing we've been missing you know, parties. We've missed we, party we talked, parties. We talked we talked about the other day. We missing parties. It's like look, we've now, been missing. I, I want to go. Stuff we've been going through the last five, six, seven years. Yeah. Every year yeah. we've been missing. I, I want to go, man, but I just I can't trust other people, you know. And I, and I uh, to be honest, too, there's a level of exposure that we kind of accept, right? Whether you, right. you go going to work and stuff like that. I go to the gym. There's a level of exposure there. Right. But I'm not going to go out and just add unnecessary shit when yeah, I don't have yeah, to yeah, add I'm unnecessary I'm not going shit. elbow asshole with yeah. nobody. Yeah. Nobody. No. Yo, man, yeah. be this these would be the same people that that are crying on the other side, you know, about about shit and wearing masks after y'all and went out and exposed everybody to it, man. Sit sit your ass down a little bit. We we couple mm-hmm. months, couple months, vaccine will be out. Enough people will be vac- vaccinated when the numbers will go down. You'll be able to get your vaccine and figure it out. I'll get the vaccine after all y'all get it, and I figure out y'all ain't grow you know four or five nipples. Well, that's um, you know it's the the worst thing to me about uh, COVID is that. You really don't know how it's going to affect each individual person. You don't. That's, Whether, that's and, the scariest and Of part. course, you got stuff that, that old people and, and younger people to get affected in a in an adverse manner because they have underlying conditions. Mm-hmm. But I also know, and you know, people this you know healthy twenty five, thirty, thirty five year olds. Yes. They end up in the ICU. Knock them on their ass. And they don't have any kind of underlying condition. Knock them on their. You know, ass. I know people that's been sick for not ten or fifteen days, but for like a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's it's the unknown or, or like 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 Boondocks, the, the unknown unknowns. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The unknown unknowns <laughs> is what really makes it so difficult. Yeah. Because I told you the other day, man, I've been itching to go out. Oh I've man, been itching I, to go out out. I, I you know, I've been itching to go dancing. I've been itching I, to go get my Puerto I, Rican on. You know I what I mean? Get it. I get it. I understand, man. Can't do it right now. No, just, it just it's something that cannot be done safe enough to where I'm willing to risk not myself. I'll be okay, but others that I know. That's the other part too. Yeah, it's 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 the other people, man. And it's you know, even when the vaccine coming out and I, and I you know, I, I joke, but there's some truth in jest too about me waiting on the vaccine. I'm still wearing masks though. That's the other part. I don't yeah, mind wearing me masks. No. I got a whole bunch of bunch of fancy uh, you know, <laughs> be dazzled custom masks coming in. I'm I'm gonna wear them, you know, clearing to, to next year. I don't have an issue with it. Uh I'm actually cool going places where people don't you know, fully know who, who uh, your asshole. I know where you're going. <laughs> I'm cool with going places where people don't fully know who I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as I'm not wearing like all my business shit on, yeah. like uh-huh. <laughs> the whiskey therapy shirts exactly. and shit. Yeah, level six uh-huh. shirts. It's like no, it's a different person. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we we went we went on a rant. Um, I do want to do a catch up 
for you though, and we'll, we'll keep it like. I want to catch up and see where you are on Lovecraft. You say you started watching it. I did. I, I finished the season. Oh shit! I did finish the give, season. Give me the review. Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> I will. I will stick with my guns. It was. It was. It was very well written for somebody to place that type of show in that time period. Mm-hmm. And the way they kind of put things together. It, yes. was, it was very, very interesting. It was just. Yes. I mean, everything from, and I hate to be a spoiler alert, but nah, I mean, fuck it's old, it. you, you ain't seen it. it, you out of luck. But even the dude, girlfriend from like Vietnam or wherever she was from, yes. it was like eating dudes. Yes. Like the, the insane stuff was insane. Yes. It was, it was a wide variety. Just mm-hmm. everything from monsters to, to demons to shape shifting. So it was, it was they, the, the writers, whoever put this together, did a, did a very, very good job. Mm. Looking forward to the second season. It's interesting. So it, was, it was really, really good. I mean, because some of it was even out there a little far from me because I couldn't figure out how stuff was going to tie in and where it was going to come from. The, the, the Hippolyta, when she was going through time. Yeah. That was like. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, it was almost like this part's. I don't understand why this is important. This just feels like it's no reason for it at all. Yes. Until you get to the point where they have to go back to get the book. Then you understand why it's yes. important. Yeah. So, and it's got a lot of stuff that. that I looked at it and I was like, they could have just left this part out. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I figure out why it, it was important. Yeah, they, they So that's why I say it's got good writers. They did a good job of your tying in Easter eggs, right? It'd be something that looks insignificant when you go. Right. It's like it didn't do anything to advance the story. Yeah. And then you get to the end, it's like, oh, shit. Okay. And then it speaks on a lot of different things, right? There's every character's layered. Right. Right. So yeah. you find out that, 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 that Hippolyta was – you know, she she kind of uh, didn't lead lead the life that she wanted to lead because right, she wanted because to her be husband. A, she wanted to be a good wife and she wanted to lead his life. And then when she did, and she had the opportunity to experience things, you can see the growth in her, and you find out that she's a genius. <laughs> right, she's the mad genius yeah. that she was holding the whole time. Back. Yeah, the whole time. And then she gets to be, you know, quote unquote, a superhero going through time, and then you know, able to tell her daughter about it and save her daughter. It's 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 some nuance in there that's. It's a lot of stuff that's still relevant. It's a lot of stuff, man. It's, it's still relevant to this day. And the way they tied it all in, that's that's probably what amazed me the most or impressed me the most about it mm. was the way that they, they tied it all in and the way yeah. that they did with, with the racial stuff without going too far with it. Yeah. Because sometimes people like you and I, when we watch movies that's racial and they go too far with it, we don't want to watch it. No. Nah, because we already know shit. about it. We, yeah, we, 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 we don't deal well with it. Yeah. So – Watching things that are too racial mm. take us to a place where we don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. Because it upsets us or, or bothers us in our soul. Yeah. It hurts. So we don't want to watch it. Yeah. So it did a good job of ex- exploring that area without going too far and so far mm. that it would turn a person off from wanting to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 it and pull up, because I'm going to get to that too. There's a new uh, series on Showtime with the dude from um, Breaking Bad. Brian Cranston, pull up that show, that Showtime, and we'll we'll go into that too because I want to I want to speak on what we just talked about. Um, but another um, recommendation for folks, and I don't know if it'll be in your wheelhouse, but on Netflix, um, they just dropped uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, right? Viola Davis, Viola Davis on there. Um, that's the one where she played a singer. That's the one she plays a singer. Okay, I saw uh, I saw I put it on my list, but I hadn't watched. Yeah, it. Yeah, it has yeah. Colonel Taylor in it. Uh, Viola Davis, um, that just came out, and it's some. It's some good pieces on it. Click on the tab with um with my rainy on there. It's your fourth one. There it is, right there. A um, lot of folks in it. A um, lot of great acting in it. It's it's short, 
um, which is good. Who that? Chadwick Boseman, Coleman Domingo, uh, Taylor Page is in there. Um, there's an all-star cast. Michael Potts, who I hadn't seen in a long time um, from some older movies that he was in, which was good. But um, all-star cast of acting, you can tell it was written as a play and they turned mm-hmm. into a movie. You can tell that play still you can uh-huh. still tell with the way that they they act the monologues that they have in it. It's right. real. And I, uh, got those got those play monologues where all the lights go off except for on the one person and they it's, just talk. It's, it's, it's like that. It's like yeah. that without the lights going down though. Right, it's without a movie. the lights. Yeah, because it's you, a movie. But yeah. you know that that's that was meant to be yes. a, a monologue. Yeah. Yes, it's it's <laughs> to give it's, the other actors a break. It's amazing <laughs> in that <laughs> sense. So I I recommend watching. If you, you just know like what acting. I love shows that have really really good monologues. Yes. Because sometimes it's hard for one person to talk for an extended period of time and to keep a person's attention. Mm-hmm. So I love shows that have really good monologues. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you go back to the tab, we'll come up to the new movie. I want to I want to go back to the other actors um, in that in that first because I keep calling him Colonel Taylor. Um, scroll to the left, Glenn Turman. That's his name. I keep calling him C- Colonel Taylor from his different world days. Okay. Um, but I, I a lot of people said this is something that may be award worthy for Chadwick Boseman, which which I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Viola Davis and Glenn Turman, it was it was like an acting clinic, and and Glenn Turman doesn't get a lot of movies. He's mm-hmm. been in some lately because he was in Fargo, uh, the latest uh, season of Fargo, where he was a good character that that got killed off. Spoiler alert! Um, but he was also in this, and just you could just tell, man, it's like. God, these guys are so so talented. Um, it's amazing. But yeah, they had some good monologues. So if you need something, it's it's hour and a half. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's, it's very very short and palatable. It's almost like you needed more. But they cover so many things in this hour and a half that make you think about it. And I almost turned off, like Bane said, I almost turned it off in the beginning because it starts with two two black kids running through the through the woods and oh, you hear like some dogs barking. Yeah, and I'm like, I was I, I was I was like, oh. But they're running, and I don't think this is this isn't killing the story. But they're running to stand in line to hear her sing. Oh, right, right, so, right, they, right. so they flip it on. Yeah, you. but it starts off with like, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah like, goddamn runaway. Like, nah, not, not the kids. Yeah. One of these or the yeah. kids. It's like, oh shit, yeah. But then they're running to get in line to see her sing, and it's it's watch that shit, man. It's like this hour and a half. It covers so many topics uh-huh. that are still relevant today, um, and the characters have have so much depth for it to be so short you almost want like another hour of the movie to right. see how shit happened but just think of all this shit framed and it happens in like a day right um and it's a lot of shit in there but it's it's good movie uh watch it i'm i'm really impressed by the cast and the writing um and even the producer i think um um denzel washington is one of the producers on this too so it was pretty good so my rainy's black bottom for you guys looking for holiday stuff that you want to watch um, and so I want to talk about. So now it's the last tab you're talking about the Brian Cranston. The um, I forget what the Your Honor. That's what it is. So there's a new show on Netflix, on uh, Showtime called Your Honor, right? And I'm hearing a lot of stuff about it. Like, oh, it's great acting. It's great writing. Um, I, I started to watch the first episode, and again, this is one of those things where I just turn off mm-hmm. um, because spoiler alert. And I'm gonna tell you now. If you for the next. 10 minutes of the podcast 10 minutes uh, long time. 23 I just want to give them I want to give them extra time to go past it uh, but I'm only going to describe the first episode in a little bit I'm not going to talk about a lot of detail but it ends up with with uh, a young black black man getting framed for a crime that a young white kid did but the young white kid came from privilege hmm. uh, but it shows how how deep 
it goes when the black kid was suspected and how fast they try to push the you know push the right. process uh, and all kind of shit right and it's just I can't watch it I, at the, at the point at the point where he was framed and the dirty cops showed up and all that shit I was like I'm out I'm out I can't I can't I can't get yeah. this certain shit I can't get past these days yeah and and this and the thing is is for me. You know me, I have a hard time watching television shows that are extremely relevant to the life that we live today. Hmm. That are extremely, or by whatever circumstance, they show a lot of things that we still with to deal with today that is the norm. Yes. Because I feel like it's exploiting it and it makes it almost feel okay mm-hmm. or accepted in society. Yeah. So I have a problem watching it. I don't have a problem watching shows that deal with things and show how to deal with things that we still deal with. Mm-hmm. And they show a way to to circumvent or maybe it's made to open your eyes. Yeah, but it never solves a problem. But if it's not something that's going to help solve a problem, mm-hmm. that's just going to exploit shit that's already happened all the time. And this is all across the board. I don't care if this is racism. Yeah. I don't care if this I don't care who you are. If you don't understand that lifetime is the worst TV channel <laughs> that was ever made, <laughs> then then you need to sit down and rethink your lifestyle. Yeah, I'm gonna add some shit to that. But you I'm know, I had a lady friend that, 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 that she hated, you know, men that cheated on women. Okay, you know, and she was divorced, and yes. and her husband cheated on her. She hates all these things, and just uh-huh. in her heart, she hates it. But every time I talk to her, she watching Lifetime. She watching that shit. This is so about somebody cheating on somebody. Yes. Yeah, it fans the flames. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if you hate it so much, why do you keep watching these shows? Mm-hmm. So across the board, I dislike television or movies that go out and, and show things that are consistently happening. They, they don't show ways to make it better. Right. So that's why I understand when you talk about you you just had to turn it I, off. It's I, just like I, I can't watch it. I can't even get to the I, point where it's good. It has some good actors in it that I've seen and I've liked from a couple of places. Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. Uh, there's another guy in there that was a, a mobster in another movie as well. I think he was in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Um, it's just a couple of good folks in there. I just I can't get past them. And here's the part that I, I really want to want to put, and I can only speak to, to black people. I can't speak to anybody else is – the way that we're viewed by people who don't know us um, and aren't intimately involved in our culture is shaped by media. And so if we watch and we give credence and and credibility to these shows um, that show us in a certain light, we're contributing to how people who don't know us view us, right? Mm -hmm. I looked the other day and it caught me. Uh, You're putting a stamp of okay on it. You're putting a stamp of okay on it. There's, There's so many cop shows on television now and it's all copy and paste yep. there's SWAT NCIS CSI and 10 CSIs cops, <laughs> 10 CSIs um, <laughs> what is it the, the the Law and Order SVU Law and Order regular shit and there's always a new well let's look at these guys in the Navy and let's look at these guys in this department and let's look at the SEAL teams hey man, and shit don't be like hating that. on Jag man Jag used to be my show back hey in the man day. look it's <laughs> Way, I, as way a back culture, when. as a culture, it seems like people are obsessed with this concept of law and order, and we are normally the criminals in most of those movies. And then they'll show the one black cop that they right. have that has right. that has to speak in ebonics, that has to speak in something. Yeah. There has you know, there has to be one. There has to be a, yeah. an Ice T or yeah, a Shamar Moore, a Shamar Moore. 
That, there has to be one. Well, it's like, it's walking like, out mediocrity. Yeah, it's, 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 every show they have to have one because they got to meet the quota. Mm. They got to have one woman or one minority. They yeah. got to meet the quota. What else I have to point to somebody that's like, look, look, black criminal, I'm on your side. I'm one of you. They always have to have that speechy right, shit when right. you talk to them, right? You gotta, they got to have somebody that can play the nice guy to Yeah, them. yeah, I can relate to you. I'm going to arrest you, though, but I can relate to where you are, man, and you don't have to be like this. It's the same fucking dialogue in every one of these movies. Same dialogue, it's, it's the same shows. It's, it's, I, That's I, why I don't watch any of them. I don't watch insulting. any of them. It's fucking insulting when you watch it. It's just like, is this it? Is this all that we have to, to be entertained by is shit that just gets – Remade over and over and over fucking again that, that cast us in a shitty light and we contributed too. We as a people contribute to about watching the bullshit while people yeah. watching the real house lives well, while people watching all the other that's shit. That's why I don't watch like Empire. And and Tyler Perry shows. Yeah, and Tyler Perry shows. <laughs> it's like I don't need to I don't need to push this. No. No. I don't need to to make people think this is okay and this is all right. No. That's why I love the the, the Lovecrafts and the and the My Rainies. It's like there's there's some other layers to it where we get to explore who we are as people. Yeah, and, and the layers, and not, of and who not we just are that, but they get to explore the creativeness and the creative process. Man, if you're just making shows that's just funny and making fun of black people, Black-ish. or just or just showing thug life and selling drugs or, or being what some people consider to be black. Like, where's yeah. your imagination at? Where's your, where's your creativity at? Yeah. Like, you're just per- perpetuating the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So that's why I watch so much stuff that's just way out there. Yeah. And so much weird shit because yeah. I am a fan of the, the creative process. Yeah. Not remaking the same thing over and over and over and over again. No, I think you're a fan of art. Yeah, because right? we talked there about you, musicals yeah. and we talked about yeah, stuff like there's, exactly. there's there's shit you put out there's entertainment and then there's art. Yeah, right. And exactly. art it has a way of taking you to a place beneath the surface. Yeah, that allows you to go in these winding hills and, and follow the storyline. That's why even like the I don't remember which one's which the guy from Kim Peel that Kim Peel that, that yes. makes the, the scary movies. Yes, that's why I respect that guy so much. Mm-hmm. It's because the artistic and the, and the creativity behind going somewhere else with it. Yeah. Besides just making fun of our people or yeah. perpetuating our people and putting them out there. Yeah, that's Jordan Peele. Shout what out people to, consider to, to be our people. Yeah. He was actually one of the writers on Lovecraft. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah he was one of the writers. And actually, the other guy, um, Key, Mike, Michael, was I forget his name, but but Key, the other guy is it is is in the uh, Jingle Jangle. Yeah, he's in Jingle in, Jangle. In the yeah. Singing, yeah, right? Exactly. So now he's yeah. showing his other, his other side his that artistic people don't expect yeah. to be there. And that's. That's what I like. I like the creativity and, and using the imagination and, and reaching out to find places. Mm-hmm. And it's hard now with television and movie to find places that haven't been seen before on TV or haven't yeah. been seen before on a big screen. So when you see something that, that eyes you mm-hmm. or gives you that old feeling or those goosebumps, mm-hmm. it's because it hasn't been written or seen 15 times or 20 yeah. times or 200 times already. It's not the 30th cop show that's on TV. Yeah. Yeah, you can almost with all these shows, man. You can almost just say the dialogue with them because you know it's coming. You right. get, you know the story arc, right? So, I, hopefully, what comes out of the, the pandemic, and I'm, I'm surprised more people haven't capitalized on it. But hopefully, you know, the artist got a chance to make art. I don't know why there aren't more cartoons out. Like, look, you can't you can't record in person with a lot of people with these shows, but you can still do voiceovers. Yeah, right. So I'm. I'm I'm, uh, hopefully there's a lot of new art that comes out of this, but there's some more thought put into things. There's a lot more nuance. There's a lot of more things that are explored because it's 
if I have the TV on nine times out of ten, it's in the background. I'll tell you now. I said I said right. I was with the TV on and I'm on my phone. Yeah. Right. I'm not paying doing attention to or, what's on the TV. Or I got it on, I'm in the garage doing stuff. Yeah. It's not I'm not watching it to be to be involved or enthralled in the show. And it's it's sad, man, because we got a we got a lot of people creating some really great art. Um that's just amazing. So that's that's my my art segue. Um, I, I look, it's almost like I look for a new level of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, I take my mind to a place where it hasn't gone yet. Yeah. You know, give me some kind of twist or, or or show me something that makes my mind say, "Man, I never thought about that before." No, or write it in a way that makes me think of it differently. Exactly. Um, and that's what we got with a lot of the with, with a lot of the music that we listen to, right? We it's a lot more of the storylines yeah. that you can follow to where the words create a picture in my brain that I yeah. feel like I'm there, right? Which yeah, which transfer to a to a thought and a feeling. Yeah, and, and spending the, spending money spending on money. Spend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or even going places, right? Yeah. Or there's some. It's, there's like, some a, it's like it's like a gym playlist. Yeah. It's, I want movies just like yeah. my gym playlist. <laughs> I was telling people you listen to R and B when you <laughs> when you live sometimes. I want more. I want my gym playlist. Some of it is hip hop, and 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 that, that makes me get in the mood. Like, yeah, I'm about to move this weight, about to make this shit happen. Mm-hmm. Some of it's R and B to take me back to a place that wasn't great. Yeah, but it gives me that energy to 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 to, to, to push iron, <laughs> to move Bane. weight. It's what Bane on Vivian you know? Green. I mean, I have a, yeah, I have literally <laughs> been in the gym crying and lifting all at the same time. Look like sweat, baby. Because that time of year, I had a lady check on me one day. This little lady, this lady was fine too. And you could tell she was older. She's like, uh, she tapped her headphone. So I took my headphone off. She yeah. said, son, you all right? Yeah. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And she said, I was just asking. And she put her headphones on and walked on off. Let that shit out, man. Yeah. it's Let it's. I out. want entertainment that takes me to a place mm-hmm. that, that I haven't been. And that's what I look for now. And that's why I watch so much just odd or crazy or what people consider to be weird stuff. Yeah. You know, whether it was when I was watching uh, Sixth Sense or something like that yeah. on Netflix that was just way out there. <laughs> because I'm looking for something. I don't want to see the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Why you? So, let me ask you, You got why you got uh, Schultz on our screen? What was you pulling up in? BLM protest. Look, man. Uh, hey, no, 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 no. This is actually a pretty good show. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you. Here's, here's my, here's my issue with this, oh, right? And I'm, I'm gonna let you walk it out. I'm gonna let you walk it out uh, a little bit later. But here's my issue with this. Um, we, I have an issue. What he, what he's pulling up, and I will give you people context. So I can see the screen. You guys can't. He's pulling up uh, something by Andrew Schultz. Uh, you guys may have seen him as a comedian. He also has a show with uh, Charlemagne. Um, uh, it was the Brilliant Idiots podcast and that they were on together, and they have some shows. So I, I have a couple of issues uh, with them. I have a couple. I have a lot of issues with Charlemagne, uh, and I have <laughs> yeah, I've uh, heard a couple, a, a lot of issues with Andrew Schultz. Right. So there are when we're talking about entertainment and shit that gets put on TV and put in media, there are people in our community um, that are allowed to speak on things that they shouldn't speak on. Uh, Charlemagne is one of the people who shouldn't speak on a lot of things in our community. Um, I I. I I do not respect his views as a man. Um, I same thing with DJ Envy um, on the Breakfast Club uh, radio show. Um, those are not people that I'd, I'd have private conversations with. I don't care what what opportunity is attached with them. He does a show um, with a guy called Andrew Schultz, who who does not have an understanding of our community, but is allowed to speak on our community frequently. <laughs> um, and that's the, the 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 shit that weirds me out about about this generation now. 
and the future generation. I'm 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 gonna take a shot of millennials now uh, behind here. Um, people let some goofy shit walk now. Some real goofy shit gets to walk. Right? People get to speak on our community and our plight who aren't in our community, and I just don't know what other what other community or social group that's tolerated in. Um, just like that. What's that dude named Gary something? The comedian, the white boy. Which oh yeah, Gary Owens. Yeah, I saw him stand up one time. Yeah, and I, I've never seen anything that horrible in my life. Bro. Yeah, it's, and it's the exact same thing because I think he's married to a black. Chick. He's married to a black chick. So all of a sudden he gets to speak for like black he's, people. He's married to a black chick. Oh, I think man. I think Bill Burr is married oh, to a black oh. chick. When I say horrible, yeah, uh, everybody that was laughing in my mind, not physically, <laughs> but in my mind, what'd I you want, see? In my mind, I want to slit all the. Yeah, what'd you see, man? In my mind, not physically. So, but it was it was we horrible. we 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 allow people to say crazy fucked up outlandish shit in the name of entertainment for people who really ain't that fucking funny. So it's people that have careers out here built off the backs of other people that speak about cultures. And Andrew Schultz is one of those guys where I just I, just, I have no idea who finds this motherfucking entertainment entertaining or uh, providing any any credible insight to anything. And that's my personal beef with him. I have not seen this show. That you mm-hmm. the, uh, these clips that you put on there personally, so I can't critique the show um, or the entertainment of them. But there's some people who shouldn't who are who are loud in our uh, our community who shouldn't speak on it. He's one of them. Um, another one, which you may know, uh, what's his name? Um, rapper Jack Harlow is is the rapper. I don't know if you know this guy. Yeah, the new cat. So the new cat. Uh, if you pull up him, he's he's very white. And I think on the third song that he put out, he said nigga like four or five times. And I just like. And he's co-signed by a lot of prominent rappers um, in managing his his group. But that's that's a lot of the weirdo shit I'm talking about. We just let people in in the community and say anything, right? Like, oh, he can rap, he can dance, so he can say whatever the fuck he wants to, right? You know, we let Justin Timberlake come in and do whatever the fuck he wanted to do, uh, ruin Janet Jackson's career, and just walk the fuck out with no repercussions, right? Um, so there's a uh, that's my rant of 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 letting people in. So mm-hmm. that's you got to rise out of me. You triggered me. I'm gonna use the term everybody uses. You triggered me by putting this uh, mediocre ass dude on on the screen. Um, so we're gonna go to other things huh. <laughs> and close that out. <laughs> we go huh. to we go to Clubhouse and some other stuff. Well, I, I tell you what, I did see uh, this guy sent me something was pretty funny because he knew he knew my old lady was moving in this weekend. And he knew she had a kid. Mm. So he said, "Oh, we're saying we're uh, saying we're saying shit live now." Oh no, like yeah, yeah, man, it is what it is. I ain't. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it, it is what it is. Let's uh, talk our I'm shit, not, man. Not running. Let's you know, talk our I'm shit, not running man. Yes, I'm, I'm settled down. Old ladies moving. We, in. we pausing this to commemorate. You know, Bane I, is uh, out the game. Yeah, yeah, out the game. Bane is out the game. You know, our hands down. Welcome no, to the club. No questions asked. Welcome to the club. <laughs> you know, finally, re- finally reached the points where I feel com- the point where I feel comfortable getting yes. out the game. Out the game. You know, and granted, I've technically been out for a while, but you yes. know, this is the stand. Yes. I, I this, know that this is the stand. Yes. This, I, is, this is this is now stand. it's public. Now you this guys know this is the all all hands down. Yes. You know, it's no no questions asked. Yes. Out the game. Out the game. Uh, Hanging up the jersey. And I never thought he was super funny, but Christopher Titus. Okay, I've heard he of him. He got a joint called Born with Defect, and he's talking about I've heard life with kids. I've seen, mm-hmm. I've seen the link, but it's, 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 it's hilarious. But the shit going to hit different now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's definitely. It's, and, yeah. and it starts off saying, you know, I've, it's something about it. If you got kids, then you understand. And if you don't, this is 90 minutes of, like, birth control. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the dude, it's, it's hilarious, man. It's, yeah, send it's, that it's shit to me, funny. man. And the other thing is, is that he touches on, like, yeah, and he, he's white, and he touches on, like, like one little part. And he makes it funny, of course, but he's like, I was watching the news because he talks a lot about, you know, current events. Yeah. 
But then his daughter asked him why black people angry. Mm-hmm. And he had to try to answer it. And it was funny because two weeks ago I had that exact conversation with somebody. And then like, two weeks before that I had a conversation with that before. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's interesting. It's funny. But it's also relevant. Mm-hmm. So it, it was pretty good. So if you get a chance to watch it, it's, it's, it's right, shout out. It was, it was pretty good. I'm, I'm going to check this shit out, man. Yeah, and this. if you got kids, little kids, it's, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> just because some of the stuff I always thought about kids, like just being dirty and nasty and snotty. Yes. Stuff like that is it's pretty funny. Yes. And, and comfortable in the, the muck. Like yeah. they're comfortable yeah. being nasty and snotty and smelly and shit like that. I haven't got to that phase, but I can tell, you know, you can tell I, I got a boy. He's just going to do boy shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, they're comfortable with being daredevils too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, so. and it's on Netflix. I'm mean, not on Netflix. It's on YouTube, so you can just pull it up on YouTube oh, yeah. and watch it. So. This will be what I'm watching on YouTube as my TV's on. Uh-huh. <laughs> my TV's on sports or some shit, and I'm on YouTube. Yeah, it's uh, pretty funny. It's hilarious. The dude is just funny. It makes me want to go back and see if his other stuff is as funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or if he's kind of like the old school DL DL Hughley. I didn't like. Yeah. Until he started becoming more knowledgeable about current events and talking about different things. Yeah. And like when he got the show, I think it was CNN, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he had a show. Yeah. Yeah, he had a night, a night show. When he, when he got to that point in his career, mm-hmm. then I started liking him because not only was he funny, but he was relevant Yeah, to what was going on. Yeah, there are a lot of people who re, re, they keep retelling the same jokes exactly. in context and they don't age well. Or you get somebody like Chris Rock. I hated Chris Rock because he thought if he said something louder, it was funny. Okay, but then later the same thing. He started talking about you know it's it's like most comedians. Yeah, when you're early in your career, you just talk about your old life. Yeah, but after a while, when you get older, you realize that things that are going now are super relevant mm-hmm. and important. And then you work those things into your 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 comedy act. And yeah, then they become a lot more funny. I mean, yeah. look what happened with Dave Chappelle. Same thing. Yeah, the art evolves, right? It evolves when you, yeah. when you know how to leverage what you've been through. As a person, right, and you're you're able to. That's I, he. Dave Chappelle amazes me with the ways that he, the perspectives that he has on the different things that he's had in his life, right, um, and that he can articulate that in a way where you'll see clips of Dave Chappelle where he's at a comedy show, but it ain't comedy. He's just talking to you. Yeah, but yeah. he's able to speak and have people still listen. Right? Exactly. You pay two hundred fifty dollars to see comedy, but if he speaks for an hour, people are cool. Like, right. they're okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with you speaking to me without making, you know, ma- making a joke. But then he'll do that for, like, 30 minutes and then end it up with a fucking joke. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, 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 he's evolved. Yeah. And, like, used to, you know, I'd watch stuff like sketch comedy, like in Living Color mm. or, or Chappelle Show yeah, here Mad and there. TV. Mad TV. TV yeah. I mean, I remember when I was young watching Benny Hill. Yeah, you know, with, with my parents. Yeah, I'm old. Old. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> I mean, it was it was going out. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm old. But even when I was younger, I could only take so much of it. Mm-hmm. So I love to see when comedians uh, change and adjust and evolve as people. Yeah, and then they work those things into where okay, this is going to be funny, but it's also the truth. Mm-hmm. But it's extremely relevant to not just our lives, but to all of our lives, no matter who you are. So I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to a point now where, yeah, it's it's a lot of a lot of things don't challenge the thought process. Exactly. So I'm getting annoyed people's voices. So I, I listen to a lot of podcasts because we do a podcast and I like to see how people structure things and the topics that they're talking about. And I'm also on there's a new app called Clubhouse. That I'm on to kind of listen to different perspectives, but it's it's very often now that I just find myself tuning out quickly 
or just skipping through things. Like I'll listen to the first five minutes and I can't do it. I go right. to something else and yeah. then I go do. And I can't do. Yeah. Go you give it benefit else. of the doubt. I go benefit. Of, I try to because I still try to learn new things, but I, I think we get stuck in talking about the same things over and over again, right? Mm. So I'm on. So I'm, I'm in here and my phone was going. I'm actually in. I was in a clubhouse group. So for those of you who don't know. For the old folks, I just got on the last week. Um, there's a new app called Clubhouse, and it's 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 like a social discussion forum. Mm-hmm. So think if Instagram had discussion boards. There's oh. no pictures or anything like so that. So it's like those little things we used to go to when they would discuss topics. Which is why, which yeah. is what drew me there. And you just you know, which they, is what drew me there. And if, if people, let me give you perspective. So we used to go to different uh, social events like happy hours per se. Yeah, and they would. The whole point of them would be to have group discussions Mm -hmm. and normally they would have maybe two three four or five topics yes that would would need to be or would be the point of being discussed all about relationships shout out to the round table yeah normally yeah (laughs) round table relationship stuff you know interracial relationships and Mm -hmm. women making more money than men or being controlling when i tell you that's exactly the conversation i was in today yeah so when when he started talking, I knew where he was going. It's so exactly I assumed the same conversation. The exact same thing, but since it's COVID, they got an app for it instead of having the ability to go out they, and talk to people. But make some, yeah. let, let, let me make sure everybody understands get, this. Get your shit in. Very, very, very important. Get your shit in. There's nothing like socializing with other people face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's nothing like it. Yes, because of COVID, we have to, to take different avenues mm-hmm. in order to achieve the, the same goals to the best of our ability. Yes. But there's nothing like socializing face-to-face where you can see body language. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to what somebody talk about, but then you can look at how they actually dress. <laughs> and who they wear. who they wear. Facial expressions they how they behave. <laughs> because the problem with things like the app you're talking about, what yes. did you say it was called? Clubhouse. Clubhouse. And the things with Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all these other things, anything that's social media, because you have to remember that the person that you're dealing with is just a facade. Yes. They don't give you the ability to actually look and to to make those nonverbal communications that you can do personally face to face. It's know, like listening to a fat chick. We know things change on Instagram. Like, oh, I gotta have a man with a six yeah, pack to yeah, work out yeah, every day. Yeah. Well, in person, they're not really gonna say that because you're gonna look at them and be like, man, you 280 pounds and you five foot seven. <laughs> that ain't right. So if you got some goals and aspirations and you don't meet those goals and aspirations, and this is just an example, then you need to rethink your situation. Bane, the relationship therapist, we're going to get you a, you know, a candlelight. Or, hey, dark I got to have a man to drive a Range Rover and do this, this, and that. Yes. And you working at McDonald's, like, and not even the manager. you just working the drive-thru. <laughs> it's, it's, it's certain things that <laughs> I didn't want to you can't hide in, in person that yes. you can hide on these other avenues. Yeah. So always remember, I know we do all the things we do because of COVID right now, but a lot of this takes place before COVID. Mm-hmm. It's easy to, to to perpetrate who you are online. Yes, a lot of times because people don't know you. They don't know you. You, you may exactly. be talking to people who don't know you, and then when the people who do know you know you full of shit. Yeah. Uh, so it's difficult. So I, yeah. I, 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 I accept that caveat because mm-hmm. I've seen, we've seen the number of pages of people that mm-hmm. have a certain social media persona. And we know them. And we know them, and the shit don't match up. We just we sit back and laugh. Hey, man, we let you rock. You yeah, make yeah, your money, we make your money. You're not, yeah, you're not fooling us. No. But you do what you do. Hey, we're not going to throw salt on your game. The rebrand is strong. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so, so I, I will say what's <laughs> what's hashtag rebrand. <laughs> what's good about what's good about um, the Clubhouse app that I've seen, and it gets it could be a, a bit much, and you kind of want to log off as soon as you get on. But uh, the good thing about it is you can start a room where you're leading the discussion. So think of a room that has a stage and mm-hmm. a crowd, like our normal scenarios, mm-hmm. right? You can then go grab people that you want to be on stage to engage in a conversation. Mm-hmm. And you guys are just talking to each other. Okay. You don't have to engage anybody so else. So it's not open to everybody it's, else. You can not, choose who it's open to. Yes. Okay. So you get to choose who gets to come on stage. Do you get to kick people out if you choose them you don't like them? I think you do. Ah. I, haven't, I create a room, but I'm going to check. Okay. But you have to you have to raise your hand, and they have to acknowledge you to come on, ah. to get okay. on the stage. It's like, remember the old, old school chat online when you used to sit at the computer? Yes. And, like, you would have different color writing and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sit down and you could chat. Yeah. <laughs> and the good thing about this is it's a it's a voice. Um, There's no typing. You're talking. Oh, okay. So you just put your phone off mute and you say what you got to say and then you mute uh-huh. and you go. So that's what makes it a little bit easier to it. One, because mm. there's no record of writing right. on there. But right. the other part is, yeah, you can. If you and I want to start a room, and I'm on there as whiskey therapy, so we got the bottom all you see the logo. If you and I want to start a room and we just start talking shit, mm. we can go pull in a fuller and socks, and we can just start talking. And if we right. wanted to invite, because people will see us from our Instagram and say, hey, right. we know them, so we're going to jump gonna in your room. room. Yeah, but they got to ask first. They got to get yeah. permission. Yeah, but they can come in and listen. Right. But they may not get to speak. speak. But okay. they come in and listen. You can say, oh, this is my, you know, my part of my home, girl. Why don't yeah. you come and tell me your situation? So it, it helps you have those conversations that you normally have in person you know that what? you can't have I'm in a, person. I'm going to download it today. Maybe we do that like sometime when we out. Download, download, the, yeah, download the Clubhouse app. Because I was on I mean, it Let me put it in my phone right now so I, I don't forget. I, I jumped into somebody else's conversations uh, today just to kind of throw some salt in it. I mean, it got up to 100 people in this conversation. So you get a few people. The other good thing about it is there's no um, kind of filter on who comes in. Mm-hmm. So there, you could be in a conversation. I, I got on it because somebody told me that a person that I, I know from around these roundtable conversations was on on stage with Lakeith Stanfield talking about the the Fred Hampton movie. It's mm-hmm. like, that's fucking random as hell. <laughs> like, he decided he wanted to come, like, defend the fucking movie, but he's in a room just because the title said something about the movie. So he just popped in a room. Right. So you can frequently get people like that. Right. That just pop in your room. And we all know that random is a wonderful thing. Sometimes. Oh, it's amazing. Sometimes thing. it's the most amazing. And that's what I like about it is you can be random and somebody that you're talking about or two yeah. can pop in can a pop room. pop in, yeah. And then you can ask them directly. Yeah. Because you're you popping off right now. So how are we going, you know, so not everybody gets that chance to talk to a Lakeith Stanfield or whoever. There's a lot of people on the app um, that, that pop up like that, too. And then you can see it's a lot of bullshit rooms you can go in and throw, throw fire to. Right. It's right. A lot right. Of right. Just vision board rooms. Oh, we know how you like to stir the pot. Yes. There's yeah. a lot of vision board rooms. Or and I'm shit start in calling. There. We know how you like to sprinkle the pixie dust. <laughs> That's what I'm start calling. We know how you like to like to sprinkle the pixie dust. Yeah, but see what happened. I, I like to because I get bored. You like the little dirty cupid. I can't <laughs> start calling. Magic, aka Call dirty pig, cupid. Pigpen, yeah, pigpen, cupid. Yeah, dirty cupid. <laughs> I just want to see what's gonna happen. Oh. I just want to see what you're gonna say. I don't even believe the shit I'm saying, but I'm gonna see what you're gonna say. In in the interest of entertainment, I get bored because this is what happens. The, the conversations that Bane reference the topics. We talked about those 10 years ago, and mm-hmm. people talked about them 10 years before that and 10 years before that and so on and so forth. And that was the exact conversation right. that was being had today. And I get bored with the same answers and the same conversation. Well, the, the thing is, is because a lot of these topics are what I like to call age relevant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're relevant because you are at a point in your life, which normally we associate with age, yeah. where there are certain things you're trying to understand or certain things you're trying to figure out. Yeah. 
So people in those age groups will always be consistently asking those same questions. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's, it's, it's 10 years ago, 10 years before that, now, 10 years after that. Yeah. Those same age group, and you're going to have some stragglers, yeah. but those same age groups are always going to be asking those same questions. Whether it's early life questions, you know, what do I want to do in my life? You know, how do I feel about relationships? How long should you be together before you get married or before you have kids? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, all those those different questions and, you know, who makes more money and who should and, you know, what's what's an equal relationship nowadays. Yeah. All these questions are always going to be asked. It's around, exact same. He read the fucking, around, he wasn't even yeah, in the room and around, he knew the topics. Around certain <laughs> age groups. So that's why a lot of times when I have discussions with people, the first thing I want to know is how old you are. Mm. Because it helps me narrow down, not all of them. You always got stragglers, people that's a little above, people that's a little below the line. Mm -hmm. But it helps me kind of find that line of where I can anticipate the thought process of that person. You can set expectations. Exactly. Yeah. So if they say something that I think is just really, really stupid, I can say, hey, you know, I expect that from that age. Because they're at this point where they're still trying to figure some things out. Mm. Yeah, it but, was. It yeah, was, that's why I think that's just just say that as far as the questions, you know, the get, same. Get that's that shit. Age relevant. It was. It was good. It was good because the people on stage. It was a cross section of, you know, people in their forties, thirties, and twenties. We had some people mm-hmm. that were twenty two, twenty five years old. I was speaking on, you know, what they were going through. Um, so you get a range of people's understanding of the same topics. But mm-hmm. uh, for for some people, I can I can tell how some of the, the older people were getting frustrated with some of the <laughs> shit. It's like, we're talking about the same shit over and over again, and I don't fucking understand. Uh, there was one guy in there. Shout out to to to, to Lydia uh, and her husband. Um, he was just on there like, I just I just don't fucking understand. <laughs> like the whole every time well, it, his response thing. is, I just don't fucking understand. <laughs> and, if, and if you determine what you're working with, then you don't get frustrated like that. Mm-hmm. If you determine that, that age group, then you don't get mad because you're hearing the same thing or because you're hearing things that just don't make sense to you yeah you understand that they just haven't learned it yet yeah and, and there's, a, there's also a point in engaging in these conversations and knowing why you're engaging in these conversations i i go back and forth and i was, I was having a conversation with my lady about um at what point do you continue to have conversations with people who don't understand and at what point right. do you just let the shit ride let it ride right? yeah and i i I, I get in these conversations not so much as I want people to understand or get a get a certain point at, at places. Sometimes I do it just for entertainment because right. I I've been through the shit. I understand the right, right. answer. To be honest yeah. with you, we all know the right answer. Yeah. Sometimes we ask groups of ladies questions just to see what's going to come yeah. out their mouth. We we know the right answer. We also can probably pick who's going to yeah. answer yeah. what in what yeah. way. We just want to see what you're going to say. Yeah, we just want to see what you're going to say at at a, at a certain point. So I enter these things from from conversation, but I, I see. I see people getting frustrated and, you know, a hit dog on holler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see people mm-hmm. get frustrated in these conversations. And I just I don't, I don't know what the draw is for, for people finding frustration in, 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 in life and shit. And I'll go going to a point where you made a comment about the, 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 the fat chicks and stuff and your expectations. There was a guy there was a clip going around and we don't need to play it. But there was a clip going around with a relationship therapist. Um, which is this this older gentleman that was um, the lady called in. He had a radio show. Mm-hmm. The lady called in and was trying to tell him what kind of man that she expected. <laughs> and he proceeded <laughs> to tell her why she was not in a position to expect, <laughs> to expect that, that kind, kind of, of man. man. Now, he was bluntly honest to the point uh, where it was uncomfortable because it was right. like, you know, but he taught, he gave a warning. He said he, he told uh, her early. He said, you don't you don't deserve that type of man. 
Mm-hmm. And she kept wanting to go and say what her credentials were. And he said, look, I'm trying to, to not go there. Yeah. But you but are now pushing I'm gonna me. I'm going to have to go there now. You are pushing me yeah. in an area. Now, of course, social media took off with it. Um, I I found it hilarious. I didn't take the guy seriously because this is what happened. He's on Instagram Live. The young lady's on, on there talking about how attractive she is. He's in like a dimly lit room at like a bar table. There's like a blue light in the back, and he has a candle. There's like a candle <laughs> in front of him. I said, this, you this know, dude. You on a date with himself? What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> you got to set the mood so he can comfortable dude, talking This dude shit. is setting the mood of talking shit to this yeah, woman. Yeah. Just because the mood going to make it feel better. And the internet just, it, it took off with it. And I was like, y'all take these motherfuckers seriously that say they relationship gurus, the business gurus and shit. And it's like, if you have to announce something online, you probably not it. Mm-hmm. You probably shouldn't mm. be listening to that motherfucker. Be honest mm. with you. If it's somebody that's reaching out to you saying, hey, I'm looking for people that want to make $5,000 a day. If I can make $5,000 a day, I ain't going to tell you on yeah. Facebook about yeah, it. you ain't lying. <laughs> yeah, stop sending me DMs. And- yeah. Fuck out of here. I'm on a tangent. But I think it's hilarious how people still, I find it amusing how people still let other things or outside things get them riled up. Um, yeah, over, it's it's, it's all about it's all about knowing what you're dealing with and have and what you expect. Yeah, <laughs> right. No matter what your situation is in life, your expectations are kind of what lead to whether or not if you get upset or not. If you expect yeah. something really, really great out of something that you shouldn't, mm-hmm. then you're probably going to end up being disappointed and you're going to end up getting upset because it's never going to reach that level. Yeah. So knowing or having, you know, like G.I. Joe, knowing is half the battle. Mm. You know, it, it, had, hey, it hadn't changed. It hadn't changed, it's, man. It's the truth. 40, 50 having years ago. some type of knowledge. You don't have to know everything, but just a little bit of knowing what you're getting into mm-hmm. can save you a lot of a lot of stress and frustration later down the road. Yeah. You know, I, and I'll never forget when we had that conversation with the, that group of chicks at uh, 5015 that time. Okay. When the one dude that came and he was like, he came to see the girl, but she like gave him the side oh, hug. Yeah, so she was with him, yeah, but she wasn't with him. Yeah, yeah. And then we had uh, <laughs> to put it in. We were just sitting there eating uh, to put it in perspective for everybody. We were just sitting there eating like normal, smoking cigars, talking, in a little, little barbecue truck. And we just end up like <laughs> a lot of times in the conversation with a group of three or four ladies. Is just they feel comfortable around us because we're not trying to talk to them. We're not trying to holler at them. We're not trying to take them home. It's usually my fault. You know, we just sitting there just talking. <laughs> And one of the ladies was like, I don't understand why I can't find a man. Whoop. Now, this lady was a lawyer, so she had some type of intelligence, whether it was book smarts or street smarts or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You know, she got some kind of drive because you can't make it through law school without some kind of drive. Yes. But then all in the same conversation, she says, I don't know why I can't find a man. But she says that I'm not cooking, cleaning. Or the big caveat is I'm not doing anything special for a man. Whew. And then you wonder why you can't find a man. Mm. And then you wonder why the men that you come across ain't worth the shit. Mm. I mean, you kind of just told on yourself. You said it all yourself right there. If you don't treat somebody special, yes. they're not going to treat you special. Yes. Yes. And at that point is when we stop having serious conversations. Yeah. And we were just entertaining. And now, now <laughs> we're just saying stuff and throwing it out there. Yeah. And really we're just, just pissing now. people off because yes. they're hearing stuff they don't want to hear. But yes. it's, it's kind of the truth. You can't expect what you don't give. Yeah. It's pretty we're simple. Age old lesson. Yeah, we just entertained at that point. Uh, so I, I said to say we may in the future we just we, we may just jump on 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 Clubhouse and we just may field some questions. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna say this to folks here too: if you have the chance over the holidays, so even if you can't see them, um, 
get some FaceTime or like literal FaceTime on the phone um, with with elders in your family and just talk. Ask them about life. Mm-hmm. Try to learn some shit. Try to learn some shit. Try to listen. Try to gain, you know, gain some game, whatever it is, what have you. Um, because all the shit you're going through, they've been through. They've been through the decades where there was a recession and there was some shit going around and we had fucked up people in, in, in the office and mm-hmm. they couldn't get jobs because of this. Like, it's all the same shit. Yeah, it happens or, over and over again. the relationship was hard or the kids was, was fucking hard. up. Or, yeah. You know, they want to choke their boss. Or. All that shit, man. You had, you had some shit that happened at work where, you know, you get paid a lot of money to, to be to work, but you don't really fuck with your boss or your company like yeah. that. You don't, you don't share their views on things. You have to mm-hmm. not say things in the office place because you yeah. want to, you want to, you, you know, gotta, bring you a gotta check eat. home. Gotta but eat. you got to eat. How much shit do you eat on that side, you know, versus saying fuck it? When do they say fuck it and decide they want to do yeah. something else in life? It's, it's a difference in your life when you switch from having conversations with your parents as children. Yeah, and you start having conversations with your parents as adults, mm-hmm. and I think that's the the difference. Some people never want to have those adult conversations with their parents because they get really uncomfortable. Yeah, but those are important because there's not there's there's no better wisdom than learning from somebody else's mistakes. Yeah, yeah, and that's the transition. You have to transition from that child conversation to that adult conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and and that, it, that makes the difference. And the benefit about it is you get to hear from somebody that walked out the bad decision that you just made or the decision you're about to make, right? Mm-hmm. And you have options as to I don't know how this is going to play out. And you get to see how they walked it out. They walked it out. They did that. I got a, I got a cousin now. I was talking to my mom about uh, she, she's in Baylor. I think she was in, she was in med school. I don't know if she was going to be a doctor or, or a nurse or whatever. Um, but she's leaving Waco in that area to follow her boyfriend to Tyler, Texas. And my first response is, somebody stop her now. Just stop her right now. She's in her 20s, right? She hasn't mm. lived life. And my point is, at this point in her life, she should not, for that man that she's dating, she should not uproot her life and leave what she worked her life for to follow somebody with uncertainty, right? At her point in life, she hasn't had the life experience to say, well, I trust him to be able to do this, and then I can do that, and we can go there. Mm-hmm. But... I, I can't say that the decision that she's going to make is going to end up badly. Right. My point is somebody should stop her and talk to her about the options. This is your decision. Yeah. This is what alters your life if you make this decision. And you know, and you know what it is for me is I believe that a lot of that stems from the fact that what I just talked about, parents not having conversations with their children as adults. Yeah. A lot of times when you get a woman that just uproots everything and leaves mm-hmm. for a man that they really don't know yet, mm-hmm. or, you know, I've talked to women or I've dated women that had bad relationships before me that dated some guy, they weren't even in the same city mm-hmm. until they get married. Yeah. It's because of the fact that they have the child conversations with parents mm-hmm. and they're stuck on the ideals of marriage. Yeah. And they don't have the adult conversations of understanding marriage and mm-hmm. understanding relationships. Yeah. So they're uprooting and moving or they're dating somebody long distance. Or, you know, I had a lady one time she was that I met. We only went out once because, you know, just what well, she wasn't right. But she dated a guy for eight months, long distance, that they never had sex before. And she believed that this guy was telling the truth, saying that she was the only girl that, that he was dating and he wasn't dating no other girls. <laughs> and this dude was in, like, his 30s. 
You know what I mean? It's like sure. if so, your parents or somebody has that adult conversation with you, they're going to tell you that's sh- bullshit. Yeah. But they're so caught up in this idea of, of, of marriage and this is what's supposed to happen that they they do these things and they uproot and they move and they and they take things and deal with stuff they shouldn't deal with mm. because of the thought process is oh I want to have this glorious ideal of up yeah. marriage. Yeah. But if you take the time to have the adult conversation with somebody, if mm. it's not your parents, a friend that you trust. Yeah. Because a random person just telling you you're not going to listen to them. No. But a friend that you trust and just say, hey, look, man, you know that's bullshit. Come on. Yeah. Even if it's day-to-day you know. conversations. Yeah. Like it's, you're trying and to and get to a space. that's what they're missing is that yeah. adult conversation. Yeah. You're trying to get to a space. I understand. Like I said, I want to shit on your parade if you think it's going to work and y'all in love and shit like that. But just talk about the nuts and bolts. How is this mm-hmm. going to work every day? Do you have a job lined up? Can I find a job here? How is our living situation going to work? Are we going to mm-hmm. be in an apartment or a house? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, who's going to support who? While I'm looking for a job, are you comfortable taking care of these bills? Yeah. Like, can just, you? Can you take care of these can bills? Can you take Not care Not just comfortable with it. And, can you and are you comfortable? And the job that I'm things. going to take after I spent X amount of years in college going there mm-hmm. is the job that I want to have in this city. Right. Right? Is is it there? Yeah, because, you, I've, man, I dated it. Yeah. I'm not going to say dated. Hung out with a chick for about three months. Uh, she was working at the hospital. She was doing an internship. She was a doctor. Mm-hmm. When we met, she knew she was leaving in three months. Yeah. Because she had to go where, where a job was offered. Yeah. She worked in the emergency room. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I said, look, you're leaving in three months. This is not going to go past three months. Right. I'm not uprooting. I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what happens, where I'm at and what I'm doing. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And what happened after about a month and a half in, I get the blues. Catch feelings. She wants me to quit my job. She's talking about yeah, I'll support you. All these, yeah, all these yeah, things is yeah, just yeah. outside of my realm of understanding. Yeah, nah. Mm-mm. And I'm like, we had this conversation. The first date we went on, we had this conversation. Yeah. But you still think that all of a sudden I'm just going to uproot everything. And it, it's just because they have that eye. It's it's worse for women because they're they're brought up to have that idea of of this this great thing this what marriage is supposed to be, mm-hmm. and it's not horrible, but it's like they're never explained to nobody ever talks to them and say okay this is the reality of the yeah. situation. What does that actually mean? If you what marry a man mean? and he tells you you can't hang out with none of your girlfriends you used to hang out with, something is wrong. He's separating yeah. you from your friends and your family. Yes, it's it's an issue. And the overall big picture of just saying hey I'm married, it's not worth it. No. You know, it's, it's, it's so many small topics or issues that I've seen over time, whether it be somebody getting married and now they don't want them to have the job that they have. Or they don't want them, like I said, to, to, to see their family anymore. Or they're in a relationship where they don't want them to see none of their friends anymore. And I'm not talking about, like, the guy friends, but the girlfriends. They can't see none of them. They can't yeah. talk to them. They can't text them. They can't go eat lunch with them. They can't do anything at all. Yes. It's like these are all signs of saying – if somebody had a talk about reality, mm-hmm. an adult conversation, which is said, hey, if somebody does this to you, mm. it's because they're actually trying to do this. Yeah. You need to leave it alone. Yeah. We, we, know, know. we know how those conversations If you ask like. the questions <laughs> like, hey, are you going to be able to support me? Right. Are you okay with not just supporting me, but are you okay with me maintaining my regular living habits? Mm. 
Meaning when I tell you that's I want to go this and I want to go do that, that's a big one. and it's going to cost money and I that's haven't found a job yet or I haven't yeah. found a good job yet, are you okay with that? Yeah. Because this is what I'm used to. Lifestyle. Now, I'll make some sacrifices because I understand the situation. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I need to make sure that not just you can, but you're comfortable and you're okay with it. Yeah. And if they say no, or if you see signs where they, they're changing and adjusting what they said before because they'll say anything to get you there. Mm-hmm. You need to have somebody that had that adult conversation which you told you, hey, now in the back of your mind, you hear that little voice. Hey, my mama said, if a dude do this, man, that shit ain't right. You need to let it go now. Yeah, and that's 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 where the conversation I had earlier was going, and it was talking about vulnerability. But I'll, I'll, I'll phrase it better because this is my fucking show, and I know where they were going with it. It was more about um, being completely truthful um, earlier in the relationship, right, H- having those hard conversations. And the topic was around the question I posed to them is, when does when does withholding information um, or, or not being vulnerable, um, when does that become come detrimental, right? Because we have people that, like you said, the scenarios where in the beginning when you were dating, you were able to go hang out and do these types of things. And then later on, you find out that they don't like you doing these types of things, right? They were always that person. They just never told you. Right. They never told you they had this insecurity of you going to do some other stuff, and then it comes out later. Um, there was a situation that came up that said, hey, there's some shit happened in the past. They ended up getting a felony when they were 15, but they're 40 now. But they can't do this certain thing because mm-hmm. the felony's on the record. But you didn't say that shit. Right. Um, so, so and we don't have to go into it here, but the, the conversation was at, you know, at what point do you need to have these conversations and divulge that information and let it go? And most people, a lot of time, don't have these conversations because they don't want the hard answer. Right. They don't want the answer. They want to deal with the consequences of what that answer is. So if I tell this person the truth or I tell them I'm like this, they're not going to like me, and then i got to go back out here and do right. it. Um, playing a role. You, you're playing a role. And that's what the other guy was like, well, I don't understand. you just being fucking fake. <laughs> that's what he kept coming back to well, is you being fucking fake when you do it. <laughs> under, circumstances, under circumstances, though, that's, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to things like, say, like the example you gave about the felony. Yeah. Okay, if I did something when I was 15 and you met me and I'm 37, 38 years old. They, man, that, that's not something that's super relevant, saying mm-hmm. that I can't just do this or I just can't do that. Yes. It's not as relevant as somebody all of a sudden changing and now they don't want you to be around your family. Mm-hmm. And they don't want you to be around your friends. Mm-hmm. And they don't all this 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 is a person who was there's a difference between perpetual uh, be, what's the best way there's a difference between leading a different life mm. and having something that that you don't necessarily bring up but it's one issue yeah because the the other issue is a controlling issue mm. you know the other issue is okay I don't want you to do all these things not only is that shitty but the question is why and when you ask why it comes down to that person being controlling. Yeah. So now your whole relationship from now on is going to be controlling. Mm-hmm. If you have somebody that has something that happened in their past, they just don't want to tell you about. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've talked to girls before that were just friends or a couple that I was just, you know, went out with a couple of times. We run into somebody that was famous that they dated mm-hmm. and they didn't want to tell me. It's like, well, why? That's somebody you dated. That's not that's right. not important. You ain't messing with them now. Yeah. I don't care if you did or if you didn't. If you mm-hmm. tell me, it's OK. That's fine. Yeah. You know, that's different than saying than saying. Hey, I see him every now and again, or his mom invite me over to the house. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, there's some things that are trivial and some things that are real so have depth to them. It's, right? It's, it's yeah. like, yeah, is it is it some depth to it mm. to where it's going to change the rest of your relationship, mm. like seriously, 
or is it just, you know, one or two things or something small that you can deal with and you may have to work around, but it's just that thing. It's not the person's personality change. It's just that they kind of had something that they had to deal with that they didn't tell you about. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I had a or same thing and I don't mean to cut you off. No, quick, no, but, do it. Let me see. You know, I've had ladies that's had uh, abortions. Yes. And you don't find those feelings until later. Mm-hmm. Or or ladies has been beat and had bad relationships, mm-hmm. but you don't see those feelings until later when they come to surface. Yeah. Right? And it don't mean they're a bad person or even been molested as a child. Mm-hmm. It's something that you have to deal with and you have to work around, but it doesn't affect the entire relationship to where now it's a whole totally different person that you're dealing with. I. <laughs> You know, yes, you have yes, to deal with it and it's like, man, I wish I knew earlier. Yes and no. Yes and no. It's not but. you're not dealing with a different person, but there's a space where when you when you when you withhold information or you say I'm not going to tell this person until later because we're not at that point in a relationship, um people tend to build their lives around that, right? Mm. The avoidance of it. Right. right. I want to avoid the conversation. So I will steer other conversations in different ways and I will I will not say anything when they bring this up. Right. So say there was some some abortions or something that happened or or guys that say that something happened, you know, something with your prostate or something, anything that happens. Right. Yeah. Gout. We had a big conversation with gout with my brunch crew. Um, <laughs> any of this stuff that comes up where it's going to be a factor to a person that's going to be with you the longer term. Right. It doesn't factor into you dating right now. Yeah. But it factors into maybe your your fear of intimacy as early because you were in a certain situation. Maybe maybe you the doctor may have told you you couldn't have kids, but you don't really know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this person you're dating wants to have kids. Yeah. But you may not say anything about that until later. And then you tell them when you can't Uh, have the kid. Then you tell them them, that. Right. There's some now they're already involved. And now now they're already at a point to where they have feelings and care. And so the conversation became well, my question to everybody that was on there was, at what point does withholding information become misleading? Because right. you're going to get to a point where it comes out, and now that person's emotionally invested in you. Right. You're invested in them, and now and, and that's when it becomes misleading. And I think one one of the big things about that is a lot of people are scared to ask questions. Mm-hmm. They see the signs, but they're scared to ask questions. Oh, definitely. You definitely. know, if you date somebody and it's like the third time they tell you, "I got a doctor's appointment," and yeah. you think it's going to be serious, you yeah. should be asking them, "Why do you keep going to the doctor?" Yeah. Is there something I needed to know? Yes. Is it, whether it's it's not necessarily a STD or something, but, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, sometimes you hear I got in a car accident, I got anything. a bad back. But you you see the signs, you know, or you date a girl that's, that's really not intimate with you. Mm-hmm. Well, sooner or later, you got to ask the question, what's going on here? Yeah. And a lot of people are afraid to ask those type of questions because mm-hmm. they don't want to ruin what they have. Yeah. But if you want to move forward, it's a necessity because you see the yeah. signs. Yeah, and we and we end up backing into, and my point that I didn't get a chance to get to was telling people, uh, you know, there were some people who were thinking about dating and not dating and, and breaking up. I said, no, I actually want to talk to the people who have walked these, these lies or these omissions out and ended mm-hmm. up in a fucked up relationship right. because you omitted things or they omitted things and you didn't ask those questions even though you wanted to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. So we end up, like I said, we, we do a cost-benefit analysis where this right. person makes me feel good, I feel safe, I feel like I'm in a position, but I still don't feel like I want to tell them everything. Yeah. Uh, or I feel good and I know it's something there that I need to be concerned about, but I don't want to ask because I don't want them to tell me something that makes right. me go somewhere else and make me look at them right. differently. So I, let it, I walk it out. I just let them walk it out. Even though I know it's there, 
But I let it go because I want this relationship. I want this marriage. Yeah, or this I want facade. this. Yeah, exactly. I want this thing. The to ideal. Go. The ideal. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. I and don't want to go back to where I was. I don't want these feelings to go away. Yeah, because this is this is better. Right. It's not mm-hmm. the best, but it's better than where I was. Right. And I, I'll take and that's why people end up in these, you know, verbally, Settling. physically abusive relationships or in somewhere where you're not fulfilled. Yeah. Where people, your friends see it. Where they end up just settling for something. Yeah, your friends because see it's, it. It's better than what you had. It's it's better than what you had, and you're you're afraid to go back there, but you don't have hope that you can do better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like this yeah. is your ceiling. This is better than what you thought it was, but you know it could be but it's better. Not, but it's not what you what you want. It's not what you want. It doesn't fulfill you. It gets you through the day. Yeah. It gets you through the week. You can go through some years where it's you just, something to talk to your friends about. Yeah, you're going through the motions and shit. You're fitting into what the social construct is. Everything's fine. But it ain't just shit. You're dying inside. And that's the, the yeah. Lovecraft, the Hippolyta situation. Like yeah. you're dying yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah, Inside slowly that light yeah. is just slowly yeah. getting dimmer. Yeah, you love your husband. You love your daughter. You, you like the life that you have, but you know you are destined for so much more. Yeah, never feel like you, you fulfilled the, the so-called purpose. Never feel like you were there. That happened uh, tying it back to Viola Davis, too, when she did the movie uh, Fences or to play Fences with Denzel yeah. Washington. It was the same thing when she yeah. told him. Like I gave up everything I had to support you, and I don't feel like I've been fulfilled as a person so every time you come in and you're angry and you're in the mood I got to deal with your mood and I got to deal with the shit I have inside of me every fucking day you know and that that's a lot for people man that comes from the the communication and the talking yeah that that comes and people are so afraid to ask questions because they get attached to feelings and and the way they like things the way things are is just I don't want to lose this you want to rock the boat so I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. When when understanding that if somebody means that much to you and cares that much about you, they're going to be there to deal with whatever situation you have. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this personal experience. I'm the kind of person that I'm not going to allow you to take your past out on me. Yeah. But I will help you deal with your past mm-hmm. the very best of my ability. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be the object or the subject that's there for you to take out your anger or your disappointment or whichever feeling you want to put on it. Yeah. And people have to understand that there's a difference. There's a difference between somebody that's there willing to help you and willing to tell you the truth Mm. and help you get through things versus somebody that's just going to just take whatever you give them and just say, okay, I understand. That's how you feel because of whatever happened. So I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. That's not life because now that person is suffering too. Mm. And now both of you are suffering. And eventually it's going to implode and not work out. Yeah. And then there's also a point that the person that you're you're trying to help them, but there's a point where you can't do anything. That's right. right. There's a yeah. point where there's, there's, there's only so much I can do for you. Yep. Then it becomes you. I can do this to help you get to this space, but after a while you're going to have to take it and do what you need to do to get what you need to be because I can't. Yeah. It's affecting things that are going on. I can't take you to that space because I didn't create the trauma. Yeah. I didn't create it, so and I can't help you get past it. That has honestly have to be one of the hardest decisions that I've ever had to make, mm. that I've had to make multiple times, mm. is realizing when you've reached that point where you as an individual, whether the relationship is friend or, or romantically involved, when you reach that point where you say, I can't do anything else to help you get past this. That's, that's, a, hard, that's a hard pill to swallow. So man. now... Either I have to stay because I love you and deal with it, mm-hmm. or I have to walk away. Yeah. And you as a person have to decide if you love me enough to let that stuff go and really yeah. try to get over Ooh. it, 
or if you're going to stay in the same position that you're in and risk losing me as an individual Mm -hmm. and vice versa sometimes when I was younger. Oh, yeah. So not saying that I was always the greatest person. You know, I got issues, too. No, no. But I think that is one of the hardest things for somebody to decide, the hardest line to cross in a relationship. Yeah. Is knowing when to say, okay, I can't do anything for else, else for this. Mm-hmm. I've tried multiple times, multiple avenues. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at the point where I have to make a decision. Do I walk away? Yeah. Or do I, do I keep trying to deal with it? Because now it's, it's on me. Yeah. And being if okay I, to live with I that. If I stay, it's yeah. on me because I know exactly what I'm dealing with. Yes. I know exactly what's coming with it, the consequences, mm-hmm. the repercussions, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty. If I stay, I can't complain about it five years down the road. Right. Because I made the decision to deal with what I know so I'm dealing with. you got to be okay with dealing with it. As yeah. a person. Right. And that's got, that has to be the hard, some of the hardest decisions I've, I've ever made. Yeah. Which makes it easier after a couple of times to be on a first date with somebody and say, oh, I can't deal with that. And you see that. it. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, I can't deal with that. I yeah. know better. I'm going to shake your hand, pat you on the back, tell you have a good night. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 there there is some merit in having these conversations with, with new people. And I'll be, be, be honest with you, my perspective and my answers to these questions have changed over the years, too. So sometimes I may revisit these conversations because my perspective has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, everything in my life has changed. So I can I can speak to a different perspective now than I could before. I can understand some things that I didn't understand before um, after being in certain situations. So um, so for everybody on here who's listening to us, like I said, we'll, we'll probably be, you know, fucking around on Clubhouse going forward. Bane and I probably start mm-hmm. some rooms and we'll start drinking some whiskey and yeah. we'll just yeah. we'll just start fucking around and we'll we'll start talking about all the people who shouldn't say shit in our community. Um, whether whether it be black or or non black. Um, we may start just throwing shit at people and just seeing 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 what happens. Um we'll be some disruptors on the <laughs> It'll on, be fun. On the on It'll the platform. Fun. Good time. Um it will be fun, mostly because we don't you don't give a shit. And we also know how, how conversations change uh when you're face to face and you know, we we at you. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, don't yeah, have, exactly. we don't have an issue on that side. But shout out to some folks, man. Um Consistent listeners, shout out to you, uh, Cassie. You always repost our stuff. Shout out to you. Um, shout out to the folks that that are listening to uh, uh, Jay. Uh, shout out to you, man. Got some good whiskey recommendations from you and for you. Um, you know, shout out to Van. Sorry, we miss, miss your birthday, the Fullers, man. Shout out yes, to y'all, yes, y'all sir, out there, yeah. Fuller, Mr. and Mrs. Fuller out there living their best life, hmm. uh, which is amazing to me. Uh, shout out to the folks too, man. Guys reaching out to me for 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 business opportunities, man, and and stuff going forward for twenty twenty one. I was fortunate, uh, Bang was fortunate. We we're fortunate enough to kind of make it through the the, the pandemic, uh, still being employed and still you know having income in. I know some people right. in this economy are, are not as fortunate, but we trying to take this and turn it into something greater um, in so, the future. So shout it. out to everybody there, man. Happy holidays to people. Whatever you yeah, celebrate, whatever it is, man, you whether celebrate. it's Christmas or or Chanaka. Uh, <laughs> as, as what's going down on the internet. Hey, whatever it is, whatever it is, be, be grateful for what you got. Yeah, don't man. don't don't get so lost in what you want that you forget the things that you have. Be grateful, and if you do drink, even if you don't drink, put a non-alcoholic drink, man. But if you drink with us, man, raise your glass and a toast to us. Whiskey therapy, twenty twenty. We out this bitch. Day. We going to twenty twenty one all day, every day. We love y'all. We respect y'all. Come fuck with us on the other apps, right. Instagram, love love, baby. YouTube. Love love. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. Anchor. Shout out to the screen, man. We got behind that, man. We glad we got the kid back. He's pulling some shit up so I can do some research on the fly in this bitch. <laughs> um, yeah. Shout out to him, man. 
Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah I'm good, man. Out. Hey, hey, love's love. Whiskey therapy. Whiskey therapy, hey. baby. Let's get it. Sign up.